Hello and welcome back to the third edition of Young Married Life podcast with your hosts, Craig. (laughs) (laughs) And Shana. (laughs) What are you laughing for? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Today's episode is called Will You Marry Me? We're going to be discussing and sharing a little bit of our engagement story and we're also going to be talking about what marriage means to us. So the story of our engagement started in January of 2015. Um, So I decided that it was time to sort of like, you know, make a bit of a union and uh, with Shana. And I spoke to my mom, my granddad, and just said, you know, I feel that she's the person that I should marry. And yeah, we decided that it was the right time. We spoke about it as well. Mm, We did, just after Christmas, we spoke about it. Yeah. And we'd been together three years, nearly four. And I was like... Um, kind of gonna need a ring now because hmm. it's been a bit too long. So, <laughs> yeah, everyone knows when Shana wants something, she definitely gets it. <laughs> so yeah, so and that was sort of that part of the the first part of the year. So time went on a little bit, and in April I decided that I was gonna get an engagement ring and plan for that big day of asking Shana if she wanted to marry me. So uh, the plan was I wanted to do something a little bit different. I didn't want to sort of like do the typical thing, what we usually see. I wanted to do something that was a little bit innovative. So um, I got in contact with the manager at the Into Cinema. Um, it used to be called Westfield, Westfield I think, yeah, it back was, then. It, I think it was, uh, yeah. yeah. So um, I got in contact with the manager and asked if I could have um, a short movie of myself asking Shana if she'd marry me. So the plan was for some family and friends to go to the cinema and watch a movie um, with Shana as well and at the end of the movie I would appear on screen asking Shana if she'd marry me and then I would do exactly the same thing in in sort of real life mm-hmm. or real time um, with the ring in my hand so and that's exactly what happened basically um, that's what we did and even the Derbyshire Telegraph turned up um, we had some photos in the Telegraph as well so it was a big occasion it was um, I think something that probably hadn't happened um around here Either before be or for a very long time at, yeah. at the cinema but let's just break it down a little bit then mm. so on the day of the proposal i think it was so it was june the 6th i, believe, I think so um, which was pretty much a week before your birthday yeah so we kind of always do like family gatherings and stuff for birthdays and we usually do it a week after someone's birthday or a week before depending on how many people are free and um so i I mean, I potentially thought, oh, maybe it's like an early celebration for maybe Craig's birthday, hence why all the family are going and we're going to the cinema. Um, Cinema was one of my favourite activities um, to do as a pastime, so I wasn't really, like, suspecting anything because I was just like, oh, it's really nice to just chill out with the family and go see a film in the cinema. Um, We went to go see... I can't remember what it's called... um, is that movie with uh, Dwayne Johnson? Dwayne um, Johnson. The earthquake, earthquake one. I mean, I didn't even watch it because I was just that nervous. Oh, bless you. <laughs> so I, I didn't even watch it. All <laughs> so, I remember was it was an IMAX um, cinema yeah, and it was really loud. It was exceptionally loud. I pretty much had my hands over the ears for the entire movie. Um, and I couldn't understand why the girl in the film didn't have a scratch on her face when hmm. she was jumping over skyscrapers and stuff. I mean, really, girl, come on. Um, but yeah, even... Sort of in the morning, my sister was like, 
are you not going to paint your nails? Just little things like that. <laughs> like she was like, oh, why are you wearing jeans? Why don't you wear something a bit more dressy? And I never suspected that she was hinting to obviously look nice for a special occasion. Um, but because she just turned around and said, oh, I'm dressing up. So I thought, okay, I'll dress up as well. I'll put some lashes on and whatever. Um, it took a lot of persuasion for Leela to get me to do my nails because I just couldn't be bothered. And I didn't see the point <laughs> to go to the cinema and sit in the dark with nice nails. What's the point in that? <laughs> um, and then, yeah, on the way in the car, like to the cinema, meeting all family and everybody, like I never suspected anything. Even so, we watch the film, and then normally, obviously, everybody gets up and uh, we meet in the foyer, and then we decide what we're going to do. And um, the whole family was just sat like we took up, I think we took up two rows, didn't we? Yeah. Um, so when the film had finished, obviously, the credits were up, and then the lights went up. And I was a bit like, okay, why is no one getting up? This is weird. So I stood up and my mum said, why are you standing up? And I was like, I need to go to the toilet. What is this? Why is no one getting up? And she went, just sit down for a minute. And I didn't think, why is she telling me to sit down? That's weird. So I sat back down, but I did need to go to the toilet. So I was a bit like, this is annoying. And then, um, so I asked Craig, I was like, why is everyone sat still? I don't understand. And then Craig turned around and says, oh, my auntie's just trying to get through to the restaurant that we're going to eat at afterwards. Um, but they're not picking up. So we just got to wait. And even then I didn't, I saw my auntie on her phone, but she didn't have the phone to her ear. So even then I didn't <laughs> didn't put two and two together. And then the lights went down again, but I just thought, oh, it's just um, advertisements again, getting ready for the other like film to show. And by that time, everybody who'd watched the film that obviously wasn't with our party had gone. And um, so I was just thinking, oh, I don't get why everyone's just sat still not doing anything. And then what I thought was an advert then started to play. <laughs> and obviously the film started off with like um, Craig wearing a blue suit and it was just like his legs and shoes, like just like a walking scene. And um, I looked at the shoes and I was like, those shoes look like shoes that Craig's got. That's weird. <laughs> um, but I thought, oh no, it's just coincidence. And then it kind of panned out a little bit and then he had a blue suit and I knew he had a blue suit. I was like, oh, that's kind of a suit that Craig would wear. And then um, as it panned out a bit more, and then I think you started talking. Yeah. And I don't think it was until you started talking on the voiceover that then I thought, okay, that's Craig on TV. That's really weird. <laughs> um, but I still didn't think that it was a proposal. Um, I think until like halfway through, I think it was only about like a one minute and something video or something. It wasn't Because, you know, I, I star in a few films and I stuff mean... like that. You know. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, I watched it and it was like a, a, a montage of like early photos that we'd had like of together and um, you just said some really nice things on there and then ended it with Will You Marry Me? And I think I paid attention to half the video and then the rest of it, I think once I realized what was happening, I just couldn't see through my tears because I was mm. crying that much. And I was so like shocked. And, um, and then yeah, I turned around and then Craig was down on one knee. And I think someone had some roses in the hand as well. And I just got thrust like a ring and some roses. And I was like, what's going on? Yeah. And literally makeup fall, falling off her face. <laughs> yeah. And that was the one day that I didn't use setting spray to keep my foundation in place. And I literally yeah. cried all my makeup off. <laughs> so yeah, that was pretty much it. We went for yeah. a meal afterwards. So yeah, it was a, it was a nice, it was a nice it evening. It was a very nice evening. Yeah. And I was so shocked. I was literally like shaking for a good two hours afterwards because I really didn't expect it. And then it was really nice to have like the the members of staff of the cinema, like they all came over with like pims and yeah. like little glasses of like 
uh, alcohol and stuff. Yeah. And we even had like confetti thrown over. Yeah, we had know. like, oh, we had um, popcorn confetti. Yeah, that's yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so everyone was like throwing popcorn all over us and stuff. And we had them, um, like Craig mentioned, we had the um, the local Telegraph come um, for the newspaper and take photos of us and stuff. And I was so conscious that I looked an absolute disgraceful mess. <laughs> um, but thankfully, the pictures weren't too horrific. But yeah, um, it was a really nice really really nice surprise and very tastefully done and done in a way that I wouldn't have thought but a very me way at the same time so after being married for like four years now um, we thought it'd be a great opportunity just to add into this episode our sort of um what our thoughts are of marriage mm -hmm. and what marriage means to us um, as individuals. So, Shana, do you want to go ahead? Yeah, so my first point is marriage is the ultimate commitment to one another, I would say. That's how I would describe it. So, obviously, there's lots of different stages of relationships, but marriage is sort of the last stage of your relationship, but the beginning of lifetime the lifetime journey yeah, yeah. yeah? would yeah. you kind of agree with that yeah so um yeah I feel like you have to be serious when you want to get married when you're thinking about it that's great but if you generally make the commitment to get down the aisle and say I do like it's the seriousness yeah, yeah, <laughs> the keeps I think yeah and adding yeah. to that like like marriage is like it's a journey anyway mm -hmm. but it's the it's the commitment You've got to have commitment within that journey. And that sometimes means that the car crashes. Yeah. Sometimes the car crashes and you've got to, you know, maybe call the AA out. Maybe you've got to, <laughs> you know, work through some things and, and kind of get things. Get it fixed. Get it fixed, and basically. And don't give up because there's a problem. Absolutely, yeah. Mm -hmm. And I think marriage sort of is like, it's almost like a seal to say, we can't walk away from this just based on bad things happening. Yeah. And then that's that can be the bad side of it. But then there's some great times, you know, there's going on holiday, there's building your future together, you know, like um, just like taking out new adventures and planning your life together, which is, is mm -hmm. the fun part. Like, it's great. Like, we've got so many sort of like dreams and ambitions together that I think we're having Shana in my life helps me to achieve like the dreams and ambitions that I've got as well as having someone to love and to spend time with. Yeah, absolutely. I, I would also actually, like as a sub point, <laughs> I um, would describe marriage as you as a woman go into a house for the first time and you have like 10 bags of baggage, literal mm. baggage. They're bags that are good and they're bags that have got basically poo in them. <laughs> <laughs> and you dump them all in your garden and then your new husband comes along with his 10 bags of goodness and poo. And mm -hmm. then you <laughs> dump them all in the garden again and the bags are all mixed up. And marriage is the process of opening each one of those bags yeah. and sorting through what you do want in the good bags and what you don't want in the horrible bags. And then deciding what to bring into the house to keep and what to keep outside yeah. and then put in the bin. That's yeah. as metaphorical as I can possibly get it. Yeah, I totally agree with that. I think that's a good good way to put it. It's a good illustration, to be fair. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Totally. And you have to go into marriage expecting there to be changes and there to be bumps and ups and downs. Absolutely, yeah. There's things that you're not going to like. Mm -hmm. It's as simple as There's that. There's too much focus on the... 
what do you call it? Like marital bliss, mm. um, you know, like social media, sunset in yeah. the sand, everyone holding hands, the honeymoon Yeah, like period. relationship goals and all yeah. that kind of stuff. Hashtag this, hashtag that. Yeah. Like, it's not as, I'm not saying that, you know, it is great and you do yeah. have those, those great times and those mm-hmm. insta moments, if that's what we want to call it. <laughs> yeah. But then there's other things that behind closed doors that you have to deal with as a, as a couple. Absolutely. And um, yeah. People don't really Instagram that side of things. They don't really want to do that. <laughs> yeah, and they don't even want to talk about it. I mm. mean, like even talking about it to family or friends, it's like everyone wants to put a persona on that their life's perfect. We don't argue. We don't do this. We don't yeah. do that. But it's generally not the case. Anybody who tells you that they don't argue with their partner is a lying. Absol- absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. Yeah. Um, my first point is um, companionship. Um, so just having somebody to be with. Um, it's nice to come home to Shana. It's nice to come home to my son. It's nice to have somebody to chill with. So having a companion, having somebody that you're not just living life on your own, but you're together and you're having fun together. I think that's just a great, simple point, but it's it's, it's the nice part, part of marriage, really. Yeah, of course. Um, next one I would say is marriage is the agreement and the ability to accept challenges and changes so you obviously agree to spend the rest of your life together when you are down the altar saying your vows um I we actually said our um we made our own vows up didn't we like we thought about what we really wanted to promise to each other and then we said our own which I actually would recommend anyone do that to be fair like make up your own vows because it means so much more than just reading the the generic like script that they sometimes give you or the like the priest would give you or whatever um but yeah you are agreeing to commit to the good and the bad like the sickness and the health and all of that like you have to like I've said you have to understand that there's going to be ups and downs obviously your wedding day will be the happiest day um but that's just the 1% of your lifetime together. Yeah. So don't like relish too much on the wedding day no, because that's not. just a tiny percent of everything else that you're going to go through, good and bad, in your lifetime together. Yeah, definitely. And like the wedding day, just make sure that you and your partner are happy because things, there, there will be something that goes wrong on a wedding day. I can think <laughs> of things that went wrong on our wedding day. Um, but the point is, is that we were getting married. That's That's ultimately what we wanted to do. So... Mm-hmm. Take away the dress, the the nice tuxedo or suit that you're wearing, the rings and the nice cars and whatnot. Take all that away. The point is, is that you got to this position because you wanted to be together. Mm-hmm. Simple as that. Absolutely. So yeah. Um, my second point is, um, so in the Bible, basically, I don't want to get too religious on anybody, but it says... Well, we um, are Christians. We so are, so we are we Christians, will, yeah. We will but, mention a little bit yeah, of something. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, we'll chuck a little bit of that in every so yeah. often. Um, but the Bible does say, he that finds a good uh, wife finds a good thing. So I believe that finding a partner, finding a wife is a good thing. It mm-hmm. adds to your life in many, many different ways. So it's quite simple, but yeah, it's a it's a great thing, you know, in, in every aspect of it, really. It can yeah. be such a good thing, so yeah it's nice to have the like the reassurance that there will be somebody like in your environment permanently Mm -hmm. that will tell you when you're wrong and support you when good things are happening as well Mm -hmm. like I feel I feel like you'd pick up this is how like sort of the points to know um is the person the one for you um you would just get the vibe if somebody is there for you or not yeah if somebody supports you laughs with you and also 
helps you to be a better version of yourself. Yeah. Another thing you said earlier, another one of the th- key things I think in a marriage is you don't always want a yes person as well. You <laughs> yeah. need somebody that's going to tell you when you're not doing something so right. Yeah. Though, like, it might be that, I don't know, maybe I, I could have dealt with somebody a bit wrong, maybe mm-hmm. talking to somebody um, at a shop that we've been to. Or road like, rage. Yeah, or, or road rage. <laughs> and it might be that Sean has to say, Craig, come on, man, you can't, you can't be dealing with people like that. Yeah. You can't be talking like that. So mm-hmm. again, and it's about bettering you. That, that The thing is, is being told off sometimes is about making you a better person. Mm-hmm. I may do the same thing to Shana sometimes. Maybe she might not want to do a certain task and I'll say, come on, do it, do it because it's going to be better for your future. It's going to yeah. be better for whatever. So yeah. So you don't always want a yes person in your life. So yeah, yeah that's an important Yeah, point. I agree with that. And I, what comes to mind for me personally, if I'm thinking about my growth and development as a woman and leaving home I lived with my parents for 24 years and then I suddenly moved in with Craig so that was a huge life change for me um but I remember not having a very strong understanding of bills of insurances of the basic things that adults suddenly start learning once they hit that threshold um my mum and dad very kindly of course did a lot for me and I didn't realize until I moved out how much responsibility an adult has to run a property and to remember to do things for themselves so we both learn about each other you (laughs) you presumed that I knew things because you knew them yeah and I presumed that Craig would help me with things without me asking so when for example my car insurance ran out and they renewed my policy for I think 90 pounds more than what I was paying the previous year mm-hmm. I got upset and kind of asked Craig why he didn't sort it out for me <laughs> <laughs> and Craig was like hang on a minute this is your responsibility to sort your insurance out why am I getting the blame for it so obviously that was a big like that was a, a pinnacle moment for me to think, oh, actually, yeah. I'm married to Craig now. We live in our own house and Craig isn't going to, yes, darling, yes, 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 to me. And you kind of then taught me that I needed to take responsibility. Yeah. But then on the other hand, I taught you that just because you know something doesn't mean that I Absolutely. know something. So yeah, yeah, yeah. that was that's one of the yeah. few things where we've really learned off each other. Yeah, definitely. I, I sometimes make presumptions. Sometimes <laughs> I just think everybody knows it all and that's it. <laughs> so, yeah. But yeah, it's it, everything's about learning again. Like we said, it's like it's about chucking the trash in the back garden, rummaging mm-hmm. through it and yeah. picking out picking out those things. And then some stuff you put in the black bin, you get rid of it. Let the waste man take it. So, yeah. <laughs> My last point is marriage to me is compromise. So compromise can be as simple as. My favourite takeaway is pizza and Craig's favourite compromise. The favourite compromise. <laughs> Craig's favourite takeaway is Chinese. Um, wow. Changing. I mean, yeah, of an average, <laughs> though, you'd probably choose to have a Chinese takeaway yeah, over anything else. Um, or a KFC, for yeah, example. Yeah. They're like your two favourite things. So, and I'm not really, I will eat them, but I'm not really a fan. Pizza is life. Pizza is everything for me. But if I've had pizza the, the previous week, then I will compromise and try and have something different so that it's fair for you. Or I will have what you're having because yeah. you've got to compromise. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And the thing it compromise is good because sometimes the things that you didn't do before in your previous life, yeah. you, you try new things. So mm-hmm. it's, sometimes a compromise can be for your own good, really. Yeah, absolutely. And compromise comes with learning um, when you move in together and really start to deeply learn about the person that you're with. Compromise also comes from your um, the way that you're used to doing things 
um, compromise then sort of makes you think, oh, actually, I know I always used to do that on my own, but now I can't because yeah. I have a person that either has opposing views or doesn't feel comfortable doing something. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, definitely. And my last point is basically that marriage is uh, the fundamental and unit of a family. And so having that sort of foundation of marriage within the family is also has a knock on effect on society. Mm -hmm. If that makes sense. So it's, yeah. it's, it's quite a lot of it's quite deep that that is. Yeah. But basically, when there's a unit and a union between two people mm -hmm. and the children then see that unit and that union, they then take that into their wider worlds mm -hmm. and it creates a sort of a, a what's the word? Like it, it just creates a better um, foundation. foundation within mm -hmm. society, doesn't it yeah. really? Because yeah. there's certain things that are learnt within a loving relationship um, and, you know, the children, the family then take that into the wider world mm -hmm. if that makes sense. I think it's really important to teach children about love about respect uh, on both sides um, and about commitment because commitment yeah. you can apply to anything you can apply to trying to win a level on a video game mm -hmm. you can apply it to teaching your children to commit to their homework so that they get better grades at school um, and you can also teach them about forgiveness because yeah. obviously if you if, if your child is seeing parents argue continuously mm -hmm. and then go a couple of days without talking to each other, they're going to pick up on that and then they're going to begin to treat other people around them outside of the home in that in the way that they see their parents yeah, behaving absolutely. in the home. Yeah. First yeah. of all, they see the parents are sort of the first role models that a child absolutely. will see. Um, so, yeah, you're creating society tomorrow's generation. You're creating that. And what happens within the family, you almost like you're almost uh you're a little world, you're a little yeah. community. And within so within your own, within four, your walls, own yeah. four walls. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so like you're creating laws within that, those four walls, you're creating um, harmony within yeah. those four walls. Mm -hmm. You're creating the, the weight, boundaries, behaviors, yeah. the way to talk to people, mm -hmm. love, respect, trust, all that type of stuff. So, you know, um, the child will see their dad the way he talks to their mom yeah. and vice versa. And they'll think that's the way to talk to a woman, whether mm -hmm. it be right or wrong. Mm -hmm. So yeah, a lot of teaching involved in that. Yeah. I, I really like the word union. Like it mm -hmm. kind of like union, unify, like it's like a, a serious final tying a ribbon of something yeah. that you're building together. Yeah, definitely. And of course, like marriages do end and, and horrible things do happen between, in relationships to the point where you can't go forward with a marriage and you do have to end it. Of course, it. yeah. Um, so obviously we are four years in and we've been through some things. Of course. Um, but we have worked through them. But of course, like we are still respectful to people that have had no choice but to end their marriage. So obviously we're not saying, you know try and make everything perfect and stay unified for your whole life because no. we understand the different scenarios and different perspectives yeah, of everybody. Definitely. But yeah. it's just a nice ideology to be finalized with obviously the symbol of a ring, but obviously, you know, you've got your shared surname now um, and you and your children and your husband have all got the same name. And it's just, it just makes you your own unit yeah, together. And helps yeah. you grow and learn to be a better person. 
so that's the end of episode three we really hope you enjoyed listening uh stay tuned for episode four where we will be discussing the first year of marriage and we hope to do a q a section as well to answer any questions that some of our followers may have on the first year of marriage as well see you next time bye, bye.